Are you currently single? Is your age rapidly racing off the calendar with no prospective love interest in sight? The good news is, if it's any consolation, you are not alone. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, singles account for more than half of the American population, and the number of single adults who have never been married has increased from 22.1% in 1976 to 30.4% in recent times. Despite the rise in online dating, singles now outnumber married individuals. Sociologists have concluded that even with the rise of technology that makes meeting new people so much easier than ever, one of the primary reasons why there are still so many singles is, get this, people today are really looking for their soulmates. Well, enough of that intellectual discourse. On this podcast segment, I am joined by the long-awaited guest, mental health clinician and transformative speaker, none other than Ms. Flo Gaspard, and we're about to dive head-on into exploring the singles culture along with mental health and purpose. You certainly don't want to miss this special segment. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Building According to Pattern podcast series. I am your host, Georgia A. Bryce. You have tuned in to the baddest podcast on the planet, chopped filled with great information, insights, revelation, instructions, directives, and special wisdom nuggets. If you are tuning in for the very first time, a very, very warm welcome to you. Let me encourage you, grab a pen and a notepad, and get ready to get the answers you are looking for to take you on this leg of your life's journey. On this special segment, we are going to be digging into a two, part one of a two-part series dubbed The Single Life Saga. Now, I chose the word saga simply because for so many single folks, that's exactly what it is for them. For some strange reason, some people are not comfortable with this state of being and will often go to extreme lengths to change it. I was actually in that zone myself for a long time, miserable and unhappy about my single life diagnosis. Talk about being mad at God. Here I was living upright, doing the right thing, and yet the one thing I wanted, I couldn't have. This is not an uncommon experience, and many people struggle in this zone, some more than others. Today with me is a very special guest who has served as a mental health clinician for the past 10 years. She's also a transformative speaker and dynamic life coach who has dedicated her life in the service of others. But most importantly, she is a sister who is passionately in love with her master designer, and she is single and satisfied. Flo Gaspard, welcome to this segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. I know this interview is well overdue, and I want to thank you so much for being patient with me through this whole experience of losing my mentor, Dr. Miles Monroe, a few weeks ago, as so many should know. Um, we're going to be talking about the single life saga and mental health implications. Now, 
for the benefit of our audience, can you just share a little bit about your background in mental health? Definitely. Well, my name is Florence Gaspard. I am a mental health therapist. Um, been in the crisis um, intervention segment for over a decade, pretty much empowering people to make transformation changes in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, my experience come across from different sectors, from hospitals, private, nonprofit, mm-hmm. <laughs> state government. So whatever, you know, you, it so is. So you, you're pretty much all over. There we go. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. And it, of course, I, I embrace the experience because it gives you a different outlet and different perspective, how different sectors actually work and mm-hmm. the different population you actually have encountered with. Mm-hmm. So you become fluid like water. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> you know, because water is important. Absolutely. For our, Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so I'm really pumped up for this title because, you know, like we were talking before mm-hmm. you know, the podcast that, you know, being single, sometimes people view it as a DZ. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm not sure if you ever have people like, why are you still single? Uh, no particular reason. All the time. All the time. And I'm saying, uh, if I had an answer, I would change it. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, pretty much my thing is, well, the time hasn't come. Precisely. Know? Precisely. And when it happens, it, it happens. happens you it know? happens. I would uh, give this analogy, like, would you tell a woman that's set, um, two months pregnant, why you haven't given birth? I know. Because they haven't been birthed it's yet. Not <laughs> it's not, not the time. time. It's let not the time. Let it bake. Let it bake. Let it bake. All right. Um, so let me just open up with this uh, question. Let's talk about being single. And the struggle that so many people contend with from a mental health perspective. Okay. And maybe for the benefit of the, 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 the listeners, you could probably explain what mental health and, and, and what aspect of mental health we're talking about tonight. Well, of course, mental health is really how we interact with our world, the way we cope how we interact with people because a lot of times when people hear mental health i'm not crazy uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. you're thinking like <laughs> schizophrenic exactly. bipolar yeah. it's yeah. just yeah it's just an outlet this you know these kind of things are mental illness just uh-huh. like our physical body you know we uh-huh. have a physical uh-huh. health but you know we feel ill then we'll have cancer we'll have uh-huh. diabetes uh-huh. you know anything that goes along with that so it's the same way our mind and our you know our, our health, mental health operates right you know so mental health is how you cope with stress how you relate to people, you know, in terms of like whether it's verbal, nonverbal, you know, your interaction. Uh, mental health is how you cope with your environment, uh-huh. you know. Um, and it, it goes a body in terms of like how we live. And that's really what it embodies. How do you function and live every day in life? This is your mental health. Right. And so when you take that component and add into in terms of like the status of being single and dealing with the pressure that society brings family mm. brings yes, yes. friends bring etc cetera, etc cetera, then you talk about how you cope with the single life you know do you feel you know kind of bad because you're not in a relationship because a lot of time people you know we go to like family functional friends yes. you know they're like oh you're especially still not married? Know, especially know that we're entering the christmas season you're exactly. going to be running into that a lot or you know you have parents who may say hey i want my grandbaby yes so what's, what's going on and tick time is ticking <laughs> you know and so you feel like you have to rush to, to the finish line i know you know, but then you have, you know, people who in relationships are miserable, you know, and they wish that they lived. They, they wish life. they were single. So it's really about quality, yes. you know, and not necessarily status. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can relate. I won't say that my family pressures me in that regard, but I know, especially being in the church, that's something that you run into all the time Mm -hmm. and people you know if you haven't seen people in a long time they'll probably when you're seeing them for after some a length of time has passed the first question is 
well, aren't you married yet? I mean, why aren't you married? And 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 I'm always saying, I don't know. Maybe you probably should go ask God because I'm asking the same thing too. But it does do something to you. Uh, uh, it, it, it puts you in a mental zone mm-hmm. because then it. I know for a while it did create for me a certain measure of anxiety mm-hmm. and even to the point of being depressed. To be honest, mm-hmm. especially at a particular point in time in my life when I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what my purpose was. I mean, a lot of that has changed for me, thank God. But there's still some people who haven't gotten to that leg of the journey and they're struggling so much with this dynamic. So Mm -hmm. maybe the next question for you then, what are some of the concerns you have observed people struggling with concerning their single status from a mental health perspective? Well, the thing like you mentioned before is like if you don't know uh, who you are Mm -hmm. and you allow people to define what you need to do, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. guess what? You'll be living in other people's expectations. Of course. You know, so you got to find what's right for you. Right. Because some people aren't, you know, don't want to get married. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I know know that that comes as a surprise to some, a lot of people. But there really are people out there yeah, who don't just like there's some women who don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so the thing is you have to live according to you, like you, like your show, your pattern. Yes. Build according to your, <laughs> your pattern. pattern. You mm-hmm. know, exactly. Mm-hmm. And start letting other people define what is true to you. Mm-hmm. Now, some people aren't sure what they want, you know. Right. I mean, which is fine, but the thing is it's your job to go and search it and not right. let people tell you. Right. And that's what we do. We become lazy and mm-hmm. we allow and we give people responsibility to define our life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we wonder why we're so unhappy. So then I guess what I'm hearing you're saying then is when you try to conform yourself to other people's expectation there's a certain pressure that comes with it of course and if you can't live up to that expectation or live up to what people are demanding or anticipating from you then depression is probably going to set in because you can perform you can anxiety is going to step in Mm -hmm. so so those are some of the things that people are dealing with and have you found that to be the case of course definitely because then just like you mentioned when you used to go to church events you know you dread people would ask Mm -hmm. you these questions because you already know because then you become anxious because you're like okay how would i answer it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it puts a pressure on you that you're you just not you know you don't even have an answer to and it's not really you know, your responsibility to give other people your answer. Right. You know, because once you mention why, you know, the first time, you know, it shouldn't be a reoccurring thing. Right. You know, but of course, you know, we we nosy by nature. Of course, <laughs> of course. You know, that's what our, you know, our thing with, when we come to human beings. But of course, it's, it's knowing that when you become uncomfortable or you feel like you're out of, you being thrown out of your normal zone, mm-hmm, you know, like you mm-hmm. say, being depressed mm-hmm. and, you know, or anxiety or feeling confused, then this is the time where you got to step back and say, you know what, there's something wrong. Because a lot mm-hmm. of time when, when we experience certain things, mm-hmm. especially when it comes in physical matter, we, we don't pay attention right. to it. You know, our intuition, you know, we, mm. we tend to overlook that. So when we're feeling things that's not right within us, it's time for us to come like, to pretty much step back. Step back, right. You know, disconnect from what is causing you. So mm. if you feel a lot of anxiety in your environment, mm. then you got to step back away from the, right. you know, that environment or, or, or that person. Absolutely. You know, and then find, you know, how you can solidify who you are, how you define that. Mm. And then also com- have a, like you say, a, a line of communication with, if it's another person, mm. you know, and explain to them, look, this is how this makes me feel. Right. Because a lot of time people don't understand that what they're doing to you. Right. You know, because... You know, they're being human. You know, Mm-mm. it's not necessarily always intentional. But the thing is, we have to educate people where you're coming from as well. Right, right. Um, it, it brought me back, for example, which is slightly off, where a friend of mine was saying that she needs to make fun of, you know, this this classmate. Mm. It's not until the classmate actually say, you know what? You really hurt my feelings mm. when you say that. And she said that was the first time it actually hit her. Like, right. wow, okay. 
And she stopped doing it, right. but she was saying that because he never said anything. He never anything. said anything. And then yes. she continued because she don't think it was yeah. bothering him. Mm-hmm, so sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to let people know exactly where you are. And mm-hmm. just, and let people, you know, and the thing is, sometimes people project. Of course. They're miserable. Yes. <laughs> you know, so if you're looking through life through a miserable lens, yeah. you're going to think everybody Everything in, else is, everybody else around you. And you're saying wavelength, and it's not the truth, yeah. you know? I'm, I'm kind of curious, though. <laughs> so have you found in your practice that... Uh, a significant number of people who actually you have to deal with that some of their underlying mental concerns are really rooted in mental health. I mean, mental illness. Not even so much a mental illness, but just their mental disposition. Um, it's tied somewhat to relationship or the lack thereof. Do you find that some of your clients are in that zone? It's, well, be worried for me. Give me an example. Okay, so so for example, um, a lot of people might come in telling you one thing one one thing sitting in your therapy room and they're telling you one thing but then during the course of your discussion with them you're finding that it is maybe the lack of friends in their lives or or maybe a relationship isn't going well because i honestly believe most of the problems people have it's tied to relational interactions Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because, you know, as human beings, we are looking for validation and mm-hmm. love. You mm-hmm. know, that's what we have that connects us, mm-hmm. you know. And so we try to seek it in different outlets, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, we have things like addiction, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and obsessive behaviors. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we try to compensate for something that is is, is in, in need. Yes. That's lack of, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so if you're saying in terms of like... Um, but feeling bad about being single, mm. like you know, self-esteem issues coming yeah. up. Yeah, do you run into that a lot? Like, well, yeah, too, because you know, we grew up as kids. You know, the model we see in our house and our family patterns—that's mm-hmm. what we take. Mm-hmm. So you were in a home where you know, mom have to always have a you know someone there, mm-hmm. you know, with her, or or vice versa. Dad mm-hmm. have to always have you know a woman with him. Mm-hmm. Then you go, you know, for you, you're gonna feel like you know, I have to right. do that. That's the pattern that you need to follow. Yeah. You know, and then of course, how would you find? You know, how would you do anything? Any other thing beside that? Because first of all, that's what you learn, and second of all, whoever taught you how to fulfill mm-hmm. that need? Because mm-hmm. you know, your parents operating out of lack of need mm-hmm. so you're going to pick up the same right. habit right. you know so then you wouldn't know any difference until somebody pointed out to absolutely you, you know and so pretty much yeah i mean a lot of things tie into relational but like you say if, if you you know get a chance to understand who you are mm-hmm. accept because mm-hmm. a lot of time we fail to accept who we are the good and the bad that's, mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. that's one mm-hmm. makeup <laughs> mm-hmm. we gotta take we gotta take everything into account like mm-hmm. we, we are good and bad mm-hmm. you know as you know but the thing is saying it's okay right i'm okay right i'm worthy you know god made me this way mm-hmm. you know of course we all want to be better and do right. better right you know i mean that's the point of you know evolution and right. evolving to a better person mm-hmm. you know but you gotta be still you gotta start from a point you gotta where love you, yourself yeah from a great place exactly and then from there that progress right you know it progresses. Right. so you're only gonna love your more yourself more absolutely <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. now um what steps can an individual take to manage if, if if one of our listeners or maybe several of our listeners right now um are in this zone what steps could those individuals take to manage the overwhelming emotions of depression or anxiety or feelings of low self-worth that often confronts singles you know because again i guess because we are creatures of relationship um 
we, we, we are designed to be in relationship and we get our definition. A lot of people get of their definition from relationships. Yeah. What, what can we do to help an individual who might be in that place where that is all they know, that is the only thing that defines them. And if there is nobody there for them to be in that kind of relationship with, what can they do to, okay, it is what it is right now. How do I manage these emotions? Okay, well, first is different, you know, severity for different people. Because, mm-hmm. you know, of course, with depression, there is a genetic link. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone might be suffering from mild depression while somebody needs medication to mm-hmm. stabilize their mood. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not going to be the same antidote right. for the same too. But the thing is, is, you know, if you, you experience depression or anxiety or things like that, depending on the severity. I mean, if it's really severe, severe you know, where you, the point you talk about, I'm taking my life, right. you, know, you know, things like that, or you become homicidal. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, you, you definitely got to seek help. You know, you right. got to professional. Exactly. Right. Um, but I mean, we, we're, I guess we're more gearing towards, you know, the mild version, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, not to situational. the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first, of course, when, you know, um, it changed the story. We tell ourselves these stories, you know, we paint a lot of sad story. Oh, nobody want me. Mm. Or, you know, or this is, you know, so the thing is, you got to step back and say, what is I'm telling myself? You mm-hmm. know? And so because we, if we start changing our perspective, we start yes. changing our story, we instantly make a shift Absolutely. in how we see things. Absolutely. And so we got to be accountable for what the story we tell because a lot of time when i counsel you know my clients you know i listen to the story they mm-hmm. say you know it's always have this com- kind of you know vic- victimization yes. or yes. hope or helplessness and hopelessness mm-hmm. and and i always point out like how do you expect to overcome when your story is not even it's, about it, triumph yes, yes you know so i always mention to them like how they can switch something you mm-hmm. know because for every bad thought or bad situation that comes i say take think of two other two yes two things that can contradict that thought. So if you're saying I'm not good enough, then your next thought should be to contradict that. It's like, I am worthy enough because I'm a child of God. Right. And the next thing will be, I will learn how to mm-hmm. love myself, mm-hmm. you know? So you already have two things that contradicts that one thing you already mentioned. Mm-hmm. So you may, if you have a rule, the two, one thing I was mentioned for every bad thought or every bad situation, find, you know, find two positive to overcome that right. you know, and make it regular and practice. Right. That, you know, so it always goes with, you know, I always say head garbage, mm-hmm. thinking, thinking. As a man, as a man thinketh in his heart. <laughs> exactly. So is he. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes, you know, we have, I have people say, oh, I can't stop these thoughts or it's, it's hard for me. And, and I was like, well, just like it takes practice. Yes. It takes a long, yes. it took a long time for you to even get to where you are. Yes. You just kind of like unweave it. It doesn't mean like you're going to start saying it and it's going to automatically, right. you're going to automatically believe it. But in due time, when you say by practice, even if you don't believe it, at right. that moment, but practice, you be, there's no way you won't absorb right. these things right. if it becomes a habit. Right, right. You know? So, so it's changing your story. Changing I like that. Story. We, we, we discussed that um, in my in my program, in the Marriage and Family exactly. Therapy program. Changing your narrative. Changing your narrative. Because the, the power of... The tongue. The, the tongue, the power of your belief system, your words are, are, are a direct expression of your thought life. Exactly. So if your thought life is not in order obviously your words are going to follow of course i would tell people you be your best defense attorney yes pretend you in trial and someone's trying to put you away from murder Mm -hmm. (laughs) what's the best case you can build to prevent that Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it goes with the same mentality it's like you know i have these thoughts that's trying to put me away Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i need to come back with a good case right you know to keep me in the game absolutely Functional, absolutely living the best life. Absolutely. <laughs> now we're in the Christmas holidays right now, and 
I don't know where this came from, but I know there's a strong notion that singles mm -hmm. seem to have a hard time around this season more than anybody else. Of course. Okay. Uh, that's a fallacy for me because I am quite happy <laughs> in season or out of season. I know, right? But in any event, um, there's the idea that many also develop suicidal ideation mm -hmm. during this time. Um, where did this idea come from? And is it really accurate? Well, no, of course, a lot of studies are showing that it's been it's been a myth perpetuating because of media. Media mm -hmm. tend to, of course, emphasize a lot of things, mm -hmm. you know. So the thing is, if actually we were reading research that actually say that during the holidays, suicidal risk decreases because mm -hmm. people have more support. During, of course, you know, during the the holidays than I guess any other time. Uh, time. Mm -hmm. However, um, right after the holidays it tends to spike up right. because the separation is the separation there. is mm -hmm. there and then you start thinking oh you know start missing the support and so like you mentioned before sometimes you can't always take in everything you, you hear you uh -huh. know, from media uh -huh. because their job is to make things look good it oh, sounds course, good you know hype things up right you know but how sensationalized exactly but for, sometimes we tend to forget that and we take everything you know uh -huh. as as it was written in stone i mean i know for me it, it is a misnomer for me and not just for me, because I have quite a few friends who are single, both men and women, and we're happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're, we're okay. And then when you hear this stuff in the media or you see this yeah. stuff on social media, or, you know, it's just being pushed in your face. You begin to wonder if there's something wrong with you for the fact that you're not, that is not your dominant story. That is not what you find exactly. yourself in. That's not your only purpose. Yeah. To be in a relationship, <laughs> you know? And remember too, well, it's all how you define relationships. Yes. Because you know, um, like we were mentioning before, when we were describing what's the definition of being alone. Uh -huh. You know, I mean, there's alone, there's lonely. Uh -huh. You know, um, but you, you have friends, you have yes. family, you have yes. you know other support system. Where are you alone? Yes. Or, unless you're living under a rock. Right. <laughs> right. Unless you're on an island yeah. by yourself. So we tend to like magnify. The things we don't have in our life, mm -hmm. we get to be grateful for what we do. For have. what you do have, and capitalizing on it. Exactly, and, and of course, you know, when they were saying, you know, people, you know, we got some people, you know, that do feel, you know, that that blue, the blues, I would call mm -hmm. it, the winter blues during mm -hmm. the pressure, you know, during the holidays, because you know, hey, you know, you watching other people mm -hmm. enjoy their loved one, and of course, you know, as human beings, we have yearning, and right. of course, it's going to trigger some feelings, you know, but. It's the same feeling that you can that can be triggered when you outside the house. Right. So whether or not you're in the summer, you fall, you know, it's it could emotions happen anytime. don't discriminate based on months. the seasons. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so you gotta, you know, that's something people gotta take into Absolutely. account. Absolutely. And 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 my my hope is if you're a single person that's listening to this podcast right now, that you will recognize that you don't have to subscribe to this story exactly. at all. You, you have a choice. Fabulous. Yeah, you claim you could define what singleness exactly. represents for you. You know, and that's something that you really have to do. You have to take control of your life and determine where you're going to steer it. Exactly. Okay. So now, um, there is also the fact that singles are often placed in this double bind. And we were talking about it before the podcast segment started, um, regarding their status. And I, because I'm in the church setting, I find it happens tremendously in the church setting. Okay. So on the one hand, you're finding people who are constantly saying to you, so when are you going to get married? When are you going to have children? Don't wait too long. Uh, this, that, whatever, and a third. And then, on the other hand, these same people turn around and they'll say to you, you need to keep your eyes on Jesus. You need to wait on the <laughs> Lord. You need to trust God. You need to do this. You need to do that. So then, what is it? It's almost like you are wanting me to play dual roles at the same time, and it is impossible. 
-hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So now, what advice would you give to such an individual who finds him or herself in this constant dilemma of people thinking that this is how your life should be, wanting to tell you this is how your life should be, and then at the same time, when you are making strides towards that, or you're talking about it, or you're expressing your feelings, it's almost like they're wanting to shut you down. Mm Mm-hmm. That creates mental issues, okay? <laughs> okay. I mean, even with that, sh- sh- tell me a little bit of your experience. Like, how would, how did you cope? When people you know what? You? I, you know, maybe initially I would feed into it. You know, and of course, once you start feeding into that, the emotions begin to take over. Mm-hmm. The anxiety begins to come. The questioning God. The wondering, when is this going to happen? When is this going to change? Starting to feel as though there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Because if that person is involved and that person is involved and I look around and everybody's married or whatever it is. And then I start looking at myself, the automatic thoughts story. that came to my mind. The story was, <laughs> there is something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I came to the point where I started that process of Mm -hmm. self-discovery, my own personal journey into discovering who I am, finding out my purpose, purpose. solidifying my identity in Christ, Mm -hmm. understanding that uh, my life is unique Mm -hmm. and it runs a particular pathway that might not be synonymous with other people's Mm -hmm. and that this chapter of my life might demand for me to be single so that there's some things that I can get done now and the next two chapters, maybe a year from now, six months from now, my season is going to change. When I started thinking from that perspective, it changed things a lot. Mm -hmm. So I will hear that same kind of rhetoric or dialogue coming back or that level of discourse but I don't buy into it anymore. I'm, I'm above it. And that's what that is because as human beings, you know, we depend on people and things to define us. Uh-huh. But you got to know, like, for the fact you were born, you have breath, you've been uh-huh. defined by God. Absolutely. I mean, there is no other requirement uh-huh. beyond that, per se, you know, in terms of like your important, you know, your importance here in the in the, in this world uh-huh. because you're still breathing. Right. And so we when we claim that, uh-huh. you know, that claim that, 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 that I call it the... The, the, the position, mm-hmm. you know, the royal position is mm-hmm. what I call it. Right. When you solidify your stance, then when people come at you a certain way, then it's easier for you to not buy into that right. because you already solidify your position. Who you are. Who you are. And a lot of times people who tell them, who give them these advice, um, they could, you know, take a good look at their life. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, they, you, you know. We leave that right there. So, you know, sometimes you have to, you know thinking like "Mm, Mm -hmm. okay but you just you know like okay nod and okay thank you keep (laughs) it moving moving, keep it moving because you know if a lot of time when we when we take things personally or Mm -hmm. or internalize things Mm -hmm. because something hasn't been healed or something hasn't been fixed yes and so but once that is healed once that shift occurs internally exactly it will be easily fractured you're absolutely right and remember too we i mean a lot of people are confused so Mm. they'll tell you oh yeah you know where's where's your husband Mm -hmm. or why you not married Mm -hmm. or a wife or whatever Mm -hmm. and the next you know like you mentioned for the next breath they'll tell you focus on dj yeah you know so if they're telling you two different things Mm -hmm, mm A lot of time that that tells you an indicator of that person uh, how they live. See, I didn't because, even I didn't even look at it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because the person who understands the process, who understands the, you know the position of what God has for everybody, uh-huh. will know the difference precisely. You know, so if they give you contradicting information, yeah. because they, something is going on in their with their, with their yeah. life, absolutely. A lot of time they're not as persistent as absolutely. their peer. You know, so absolutely. Check who give you advice. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Let's talk about uh, 
purpose since we're, we've actually started uh, okay. uh, going into it. Yes. Um, by definition of single, being single, mm-hmm. Dr. Miles Monroe wrote this book. That's that's my mentor who has gone on to be with the Lord. He wrote this book, Single, Married, Divorced, and Separated. And I would recommend that book to anybody right now, whether you're married, whether you're divorced, whether you're separated, mm-hmm. or you're living a single life. It is an excellent resource. But the definition he provided for the word single, it meant whole separate and unique and the interesting thing about uh the concept that he brought forth was that even though you're married you are still single Mm -hmm. if you use this definition you're still a separate entity Mm -hmm. that is whole and unique to yourself exactly so now i am a very big advocate for self-discovery as you hear me talking about it before and pursuing your purpose because from my own experience i've realized that it was it wasn't until i started coming into an understanding of who i am Mm -hmm. as an individual and the unique plan and pattern that god has for my life and the pathway that he's leading me on with the understanding that everybody's walk is different. different. Exactly. You know, the Bible talks about there's a volume that's written on our lives. Each person has a story that's already written out and God already sees the story played out already. Mm-hmm. We're just now beginning to walk it out. Exactly. So when I began understanding that there is something that I'm here for, that's way bigger than me. Mm-hmm. It's way bigger than marriage, to be honest. You know, there was a time in my life I found myself crying out to God for not for a husband because instinctively in that moment i realized if god had brought me a husband it would have been a temporary fix mm-hmm. but then when the, when the excitement wore off i would still be wondering why am i here what am i supposed to be doing with my life what can i all the major or important questions every human being needs to ask so i found that when i've come into that place of understanding who i am as an individual and discovering my purpose and now living my purpose it has changed the whole landscape of my life changed everything completely and so my question for you as a single what role has pursuing your own purpose served in helping to shape your concept of singleness well, I mean, of course, when you find your purpose, you definitely find why you are here. You know, whatever saying the two most important days, uh-huh. the day you were born, you know, the, the, and the day you find out why you were born, uh-huh. right? And so when you realize, you know, the, your purpose and how you can serve others, because they always go back to how you can serve right, others right. for that to come back to you. Um you don't have time to, to oh, like, girl. you know, to feel sad, to mope, because Oof. then you know that the, the your mission, the mission that God assigned you will keep you occupied. Absolutely. You know, and the people that need to join you in that mission. Absolutely. You don't have to chase them. They'll be there. They're added. They, it comes. They're chasing you, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, reaching out to you. You know, so when you realize that you are already a magnet, yes. <laughs> we don't understand. We are a magnet. Uh-huh. So you can choose to be a magnet for the wrong thing or a magnet for the right thing. Uh-huh. You know, but just understand the force that you have when you attract people in your life. Yes. Because, you know, once you, like you say, once you find your purpose and you have, all, you know, you, you have all these self-discovery, uh-huh. you know, it's going to be some, you know, that, that I can conquer off. Yes. You know, and where you have someone who comes into your space with a, a spirit less than that. Uh-huh. You won't have necessary tolerance for that. Right. Right. You know, either you could shape up or ship out. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. It doesn't. 
he doesn't, you know, you don't, you know, how you call it, dismiss the person. Mm-hmm. You give them opportunity to rise up. Right. But then you don't allow the person to come right. and invade your space. Right. You know, because you know the quality of space you allow. Absolutely. When you come into someone's life, you want the same in return. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then, of course, this is how we teach it. You know, there's people who don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you are a willing student and yes. you're coachable, because we all should be a willing student right. of life. Right. Then guess what? You already made the first step. Right. To learning what you need to do. Right. But of course, when you close mind, you're happy where you are, miserable, you know, and, and, and you want to just... <laughs> you're going to stay in that Living same your home. funk, you know, just stay there, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you got to be accountable for um, what you bring to the table, you know, and also be accountable to what you dish out. Right. You know, and how you serve. Um, but of course, you know, being single... And, and finding your purpose, you'll be occupied, you'll have your mission, and then you'll know that when time comes, that yes. God will have your Boaz. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so you don't need to stress, right. you know? And I'll tell you one thing, I can honestly admit that for me, since embarking on this journey, again, of self-discovery, I've found as I'm in pursuit of my purpose and I'm putting plans in place, I'm back in school, not because I want to be in school, but it's a part of the overall plan mm-hmm. to get me into the vision that God has shown me from my right. life. I really don't have time to sit on warrior. I when I say I literally don't have don't time, have don't time to sit on warrior about anything. Exactly. And 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 purpose drives the agenda for your life. It drives the kind of relationships you 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 enter into, the kind Satisfy of people that you, you attract. The, mm-hmm. It sets the schedule for your life. Purpose yes. changes everything. Yes. So I think for me, the note that I would really want to end this podcast segment on. Is the value of discovering who you are. That you are why enough. You're here. You yes. enough how you are. Yes. You know, you are enough. Just accept. I mean, if you don't believe it, just keep telling yourself. Yes. That. Yes. <laughs> Brainwash yourself to know that you are Absolutely. enough. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go find your purpose. When you find your purpose, and your you won't have time to worry about all the other stuff. The word of God said in, 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 in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, seek First, the kingdom, kingdom. Mm-hmm. the will that God has for your life, his righteousness, his right way of living, and then everything you. else that needs to be added. When you're Once you're in the center of God's will, you're in the center of your purpose. Whatever resources are needed, whether it's human resources, financial resources, whatever it is, including the man or the woman, mm-hmm. God adds that in the time and in the season. And the best place to find your Boaz or your root is in your purpose. Exactly. Because that's the very center of God's will for your life. Exactly. Is there anything that you'd want to close off with? Any last words to our listeners? Well, just to, you know, encourage you to not to allow people to define you and that you have the power to define yourself. Yes. And when you start being in command of your life in regards to people, that yes. is, because God commands all yeah um then you start being liberated because then you're no longer enslaved by other people mentality of you know because they're enslavement but of course if you join in yes you become (laughs) oppressed as well exactly you know and it's and then remember we have choices you know i was here oh i i I always been this way Mm -hmm. but you still have choices so you could choose not to be this way yeah you can choose to make a different decision at the end of the day you are your how you call it, the author of your life. Yeah. So it's start you know it's time to start writing the chapter as you see fit. 
You know, it doesn't happen overnight. Right. You know, but you have to take practice. They say what comes easy goes easy. Right. If you work hard towards something, it tends to stick and last. Absolutely. You know, so just believe in yourself. Have faith because, you know, a lot of times we want, we like microwave society. Mm -hmm, Pop, mm -hmm. pop, give it to me now, you know. And this is not how, you know, life normally, you know, works. Right. You know, we we have to be, you have to have a progression because God shows us everything he has for us. We probably, you know, fake. Oh, girl. <laughs> we can't handle everything he has for us. So he's got to give us by stages. Not and only what he fingers. has for you, what it's going to take. Because we mm -hmm. seem to forget that there is a manage. process attached to every Anything. vision or every goal or every reward. Exactly. There is a process that you have to walk through. And maybe right now, that singleness, that, that you being in this single state is a part of that process. Not, not, it's not even a matter of maybe. It is a part, part of that problem. process yeah. because however you manage this state that you're in mm -hmm. is going to determine how you manage marriage. And if exactly. you can't manage singleness effectively and contentedly and satisfyingly, you're going to have a problem when you get into marriage, oh, believe it or not. Of course, because you attract what you are. Yes. You know, so... <laughs> Start cleaning up, you know, <laughs> stop doing some inside cleaning yes. because if you keep attracting the wrong type of people yeah. in your life, yeah. you got to take a step back and like, uh, what's going on in me, Yes, you know, to, to, to keep attracting these kinds yeah. of things. So sometimes being single is really God's time to let you, you know, have a cleanup time, Yeah, you know, to kind of burn off the things that's not serving you. Yeah. So that he can incorporate the things that will serve you. So when the right woman or man comes to your life, guess what? It's, it's going to be, be on. It's yes. going to be the, the best thing ever yes. happened to you because you took the time to do the work. Yes. Yes. You know, so don't be afraid of, of taking time, being patient, and just find your purpose. Find a meaningful thing to engage in. Mm -hmm. You know, and surround yourself by positive people, people who encourage you. Yes. Because a lot of times we do have people in our circle. It could be family, friends, especially people who are really close to us. Sometimes that could damage our spirit. Yes. You know, or, or, or cure our motivation to do things. But the thing is, you have to look outside yes. of those circles. You got to connect. You got to do research. If you have to Google yes. or join a, crew, a group or you just got to do the legwork, you know, and that's what I need to do because not everybody in my life was supportive with right. everything I did, but it didn't stop me. Right. And I'm glad I went beyond what I can see yes. because then I would never reach where I, re you know, reach where I'm at. And right. also I won't necessarily have the connection I have now had I only stopped to the point of only the people I can see. Right. I went to, I went seeking the people I can't see, Yes. <laughs> you know, and then of course that is a reaper effect because then you connect with people of their network and yes. it becomes... A ripple effect right, and right. it comes back, you right. know. So don't limit yourself. You know, you you're a child of God, you gotta claim, you know, you gotta claim your crown, your yes. position, you know, know your worth. Yes. And your Boaz and then what your, your, your roof. roof will come. It <laughs> in will time and time. on time. And even if you don't want it, then guess what? You just don't have it. But yes. Yes. be you know, be patient. It will come. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Flo. I really enjoyed your presence, and I Thank certainly you. enjoyed this segment's discussion. And I'm hoping that my listeners um, also have enjoyed it and have benefited from what we talked about today. Mm -hmm. Can you do me the honor of just closing off in prayer and just pray specifically for those singles right now who are struggling with depression, who are struggling with anxiety, who are struggling with low self-worth, low self-esteem, all the things that are common to confronting a lot of single people so that God could free them from all of that and they can begin to see themselves for who they are and what God has in store for them and begin walking in their purpose. 
Okay, great. We can start. God, first of all, I thank you for allowing us to see another day. You know, there's many people around the world who didn't get the chance. God, I pray for those who are struggling in, in their worth and knowing that they are your child. They're, they're your children. Yes. God, come go into their life. You know, make your presence known yes. and pretty much become a light for their yes. darkness. Yes. Allow them to see the power that you have over their yes. life, away from things that's not like of you. Yes. You know, God, give them wisdom. Give them the ability to make better decisions in your life and surround them with the people that yes. you have pre-selected yes. to enter their life to make that change, that yes. shift that you desire for them. Yes. I pray that everyone listening will, act, whether or not you have a Boaz or roof or you don't, that you can be an effective change, a catalyst yes. for those around you because yes. we are here to serve each other. You know, if you see your brothers and sisters are going through a, a, a tough time, pick them up, yes. you know, give, be a light as well, you know, so it's not just always, you know, fun, focusing on what we're going through, yes. but when we start focusing on other people need, yes. guess what happens? That itself create a light for us, yes. you know, directly in and directly. Yes. So Father, I pray, I pray for your blessings for everyone. I pray for your covering. I pray for your direction and I pray that you become in our life and stay consistent and present yeah. and and that you become the 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 thing the 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 light the yeah. energy that we need yeah. to continue with our search our mission yeah. you know so we lay lay your hand upon us guide us yeah. and teach us in the name of Jesus Christ we pray amen 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 thank you so much uh for your time we are going to do this again on our next segment as we delve into part two of the Single Life Saga. And I definitely look forward to having you on board oh, one more time. Oh, thank you. It was definitely fun. You know, I hope everyone gets something out of it. Yes. You know, definitely, you know, feel free to share your comments, any questions, yes. because we definitely want to hear from the listeners and see how either, you know, you've been impacted or how you can create an impact. Yeah. Either or, we'd love to hear from you. Right. Thank you so much again for joining me on this segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. As always, my prayer for you, even as you're listening, is that your eyes will be open to the truth of what your master designer had in mind for you when he molded you in the masterpiece that you are. To all my singles, listen, I know that sometimes your journey gets lonely. I walk in your shoes as well in this regard, but... I also know that this is a time of your life where it can be very beautiful, exciting, and a fulfilling period. Make the best use of this time to do all the great exploits you have in your mind. Undertake some of the projects now that will prove more daunting when you're in a relationship or when you're married or certainly when children come along. Travel. Do all those great things that are on your mind without further delay. Most importantly... Let me encourage you to take the time to answer those five fundamental questions that every human being must ask him or herself without the undue pressure or influence of another person. Who am I? Where am I from? What can I do? What gifts do I have? And where am I going? What is my destiny? What legacy do I hope to leave behind for those who are going to come after me? Now is the time to take action. Now is the time to begin discovering the real you. Let me encourage you again to listen to this podcast segment 
over and over again or any one of the other 52 segments that are available on my podcast page and write to me about your own thoughts. Any questions or comments that you think this forum is able to address, particularly as it relates to this particular podcast segment, Flo is going to be back again to cover your questions and comments in part two of this series. And feel free to post your comments on the podcast page in the comments section or on any of the social media platform you were able to access this podcast segment. That'll include uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+. Alternately, you may shoot me an email at info, that's I-N-F-O, at buildingaccordingtopattern.com, and that is one complete word. And I am certainly looking forward to hearing from you. That's all we have for this segment of the podcast. Until we meet again, this is your host, Georgia A. Bryce, saying see you later. I hope you have a phenomenal Christmas holiday. I know I'm going to. Stay blessed, be blessed, and take care. Bye.